you have found yourself in another episode of Video Nerds. I'm the man nerd. And I'm Sky Star. Well, how are you doing today, everybody? And you? How are you, Sky? Oh, I'm I'm good. Just watched a great movie. Yeah, we got to watch this one together, so that was that was cool. This one, I got to pick it, so you know what that means. We're back in the 80s again with another vampire movie. And uh let's uh let's get into this. Let's do the no spoilers movie review of Near Dark, which is a 1987 vampire film. And it's got Bill Paxton in it, Adrian Pazdar, I guess that's how you call, say his name, a bunch of people like Lance Henriksen, which you'd recognize him if you saw him. So many people that it's like, man, I've seen that person before in so many things. So it's kind of cool to see that. So go for it, man. What did you uh, What did you think? I really enjoyed this. For, for a vampire in the movies in the 80s, this is really good. It was paced really well. The story was engaging. The, the lore was, it was there, it was good, it was nicely woven into everything without being like big lore dumps where you need to like learn stuff. It was overall well done. When you talked about the lore like that, that's what I like about it as well. I didn't even realize it until now. They really don't know anything about the lore. You just figure it out from what happens in the movie and nobody talks about it. It's, it's pretty cool. They don't even really say the word vampire in the movie, I don't think. Like, I did, I don't remember hearing it. No, the closest you get is, I'm not a person anymore. Yeah. That's it. I mean, you instinct, you know what they are. Like, if you know about vampires, what they are, to watch them. They don't say it. Everything's shown. They, they go out of their way to show as much as possible. When I first saw this movie, I was more of an adult. I heard about it as one of the best vampire movies that come out, you know, in the 80s. So jumped into that, and mainly because there was supposed to be one scene, one scene that's like the most brutal of the time. And I think you know what we're talking about here. We'll get into that, but I think that's that's what really stood out for me over the years with this movie. But uh, watching it again, there's so many little things that'll stand out now, but that was the biggest thing right there, that one scene. Yeah, ov overall, it was good. It was, it had that gore you expect in the 80s. Yeah, but it also had more terror like we talked about. Yeah. More the psychological the, terror. Like, they didn't just kill people to eat. Yeah, they but like I said, that also that also gets into the, the pacing of the movie. It was really well done. The movie, the movie jumps right in, hits you with that main plot point early, and then paces itself really well after that, picking up and slowing down in just the right spots to keep the story engaging without going so slow like some some of these uh supernatural you know halloweenish movies kind of get like they, they drag on for scenes but with also without like speeding past important stuff yeah yeah you're right the pacing was great it would slow down like you said at certain spots it would speed up when it needs to they were very good at that and then the little twists here and there and the, the ending, I, it definitely, I didn't expect any of that. Makes sense, especially if you're using used to, to watching those 80s grimdark horror flicks. Uh, the ending was oddly satisfying. All right, so enough being vague. Let's uh, get into the spoilers. So 
Here we go. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right, you've been warned. Let's get into this, man. So let's talk about the first 20 minutes, which just, like you said, jumps right into it. So you're introduced to the main character, Caleb, which I don't know if you really get his, you probably get his last name. Apparently it's Caleb Colton. All right, so Caleb meets this girl. He sees her in the street in his small town, and she walks out carrying ice cream. There's just something about her. He has to go up and talk to her because he's that kind of guy. So he goes and talks to her, and the interactions between them, it just, to me, felt kind of weird on her end, almost like she was acting or let's say baiting him so you find out why pretty soon so after leading him around town you know he thinks he thinks he's having fun but then she starts demanding that he take her home he tries to pull a fast one with that it because the sun's coming up and it doesn't go the way he thinks uh she ends up biting him and then taking off truck doesn't start so he stumbles out into the morning sun yeah he starts smoking which is a uh, usually a bad sign yeah yeah when a human being is smoking in the sun that's not good yeah like not with cigarettes just literally smoking yeah like he he like his body was, was burning which i'll be honest uh given given the time period this movie is um was made it was actually pretty good visual effects like this is a lot of the CGI that we're used to in movies now. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Lots of lots of burning and sweat, and he just looks sick. And yeah, that was cool. Yeah, so the the effects were were really good. Yeah, he, he looked awful. Like they did a really good top job with that. Of course, again, this is also the '80s, is the height of the drug war, the war on drugs. And yeah. So they they were probably going for that cracked out, meth out look. Well, they definitely did later on, but uh, yeah, oh, okay. and there was a, there was like, I thought something was going to go a different way on a certain scene, and we'll get into that pretty, pretty shortly. Yeah, so he gets, uh, while he's, while he's almost home, crossing his field, you uh, cuts to a scene of his dad and his little sister who see him. They're worried, I guess. That's, that's one thing I was a little disappointed in is you know it cuts to them like you see them and then it cuts away so you don't really get to see any of their reactions to see yeah you just get the little sister saying caleb looks sick look and then that's basically it then it cuts back to caleb and you see him get grabbed in an rv that comes driving by like if if you see it on the road it drives by then you see him get yanked inside drives off and the weird thing about it is all the windows are blacked out. It's very weird. What the heck is that? Turns out to be full of vampires. Which again, like they don't call themselves vampires. No one in the movie that no, I know they never of say ever it. actually uses the word vampire, which I kind of liked. I, I did. Yeah, they were, we know they're vampires, but they just never even say what they are. They never say it. They're just of the night. So at that point, you get to start meeting the rest of the crew, the, the vampire that May seems to be a part of. And most notably, I, I like Bill Paxton in it. He was he was a freak and an asshole. You hate him, but you kind of like him. He's he's almost always a treat in the movies he was in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, one, one person that I didn't even know, I remember seeing this actor before, 
the one that played the little kid Homer, who is a vampire that's a grown man inside of a child's body because he's a vampire. So he struggles with that. Kind of a jerk anyway. They all are. He is yeah. a writer. And he he wrote The Final Girls, which was a cool horror movie. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I I have. You, you'd have to see it. It's kind of, it's like these kids are watching this horror movie in a theater. And this one girl is watching it because it's like a, you know, a cult classic. And there was a big old, uh, there's sequels to it. And her mom was in the first one. And her mm. mom is dead, so she went to go see it. And it's kind of like a, uh, you know, Friday the 13th kind of storyline. But the theater gets lit on fire, and they go to run and hide, and they get sucked into the movie. And it's kind of cool. Kind of like a little comedy, but it's also got the horror aspect of it. And he was yeah. also in River's Edge with Keanu Reeves the year before this movie, which I don't know if you watched that. That's kind of... Kinda, brutal in a dramatic way yeah. all right so he meets the crew he meets the crew and they don't know what to do with him they're gonna kill him because they thought he just he was one that got away and they don't want to leave loose ends and eventually may jumps in and says that she bit him without bleeding him so he is going to turn already has turned so yeah that makes it really tough for the rest of them and they never really talk about it, but if if one of them, if May died, would or if uh, if Caleb died, would May die? That's the thing I was kind of confused about. They were kind of hinting towards it, but not. There, there's definitely more lore going on there behind the scenes that the movie doesn't tell you, and and there's there's a lot of questions. Like the the end of the movie brings up a very interesting idea. Especially when it relates to vampires, but we'll get to that. But just just at this point, it's like, what what is the connection between someone who's been turned and the person who turns them? Like, yeah, exactly. It's even pretty vague on like exactly what the abilities are that you get as a vampire. Like over the course of the movie, we see them show enhanced strength, durability. Well, not necessarily durability, so much as just recovery. Yeah. Like, they can get shot, they can get hit by a freaking truck, and still go. Yeah, just And then just recover by the next day. Yeah. Like, yeah, it hurts them, but, like, their their general response to that kind of damage is just to be like, whatever. Like, haha, you're not gonna get me. <laughs> Let's just talk briefly. Caleb's having a hard time. He tries to go home. He gets a bus ticket. There's a scene there when he's in the bus station where... He doesn't have enough money for a ticket. A cop comes up, and I personally thought that that was going to turn into something bigger, like he was going to get thrown in jail because the cop was thinking he was a druggie. He ends up giving him money and tell, telling him to be a good boy. Then you find out later that a cop in that city actually talked to the small town sheriff and told him that he saw the kid because he was a missing person. So that cop actually did his job pretty well. I was very surprised by that. Kind of looks like he's just going to be a jerk. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't really have the chance to get home. He tries, but like you said, the cop stops him. Then the cop gives him some coins, gets on the bus. But that—that's where the uh, him looking sickly and just like, like he's going to die comes in. He he gets off the bus long before he gets anywhere near home. Still in the same town that the rest of them are at, and gets picked up by the crew 
by the vampire crew again. By this point, they're starting to have a, about have enough with his shit. Yeah, he's feeding on May just to keep going and won't kill on his own. They have a big, big problem with that because they are brutal killers. And you get to see yeah. their own little ways they do it. Severin, Bill Paxton, he is a ladies' man. So he like catches a ride. He's hitchhiking and catches a ride with these two beautiful girls. And he's going to go party with them and, of course, eat them. So that's how he does it. The little kid one, Homer, he has a bike and he acts he has the bike tilted over and he's lying down on his face kind of like he had a bike accident so some guy comes over to try to help him and he eats him and then a uh, hitchhiking trope with may and that's basically what she did with caleb but she didn't actually eat him so that's kind of cool you get to see their killing style yeah it gets real brutal because after this you know they're running around you know and it does cut back to the mom or the dad and the, uh, the little sister hunting for their brother they're trying to track him down they've gone to the police heck they even go after him themselves yeah and you don't actually really know that yet but it you get a like a little bit of it and for me i completely even forgot that they were out really actively looking for him until yeah, it later. doesn't it it does not spend a lot of time on that at all yeah and that and that's really cool you get some scenes where it kind of cuts to it and just just as the occasional reminder that this is happening in the background but that's it like it doesn't doesn't really spend any time on it well, let's get into that brutal scene they're giving caleb one last chance because he kind of screwed up and won't feed on his yeah. own the bar scene they go to a bar they lock it and they just spend this long amount of time just terrorizing everybody and one by one one by one oh Everything about that scene is actually well done, especially, I'm guessing that this wasn't a particularly high budget movie. This scene was just well done. The the camera was, uh, the camera shots were good. The scene itself was drawn out. Like it lets you actually, like it immersed you in that scene. Each kill was played out fully. Yeah, and each person that saw somebody get killed, they're just getting more scared and more scared until they get killed. Yeah. They're just playing on that, especially Bill Paxton. He was really good at messing with them. Just just so well done. And and part of it too is all the while the way they're killing them, you just see this one guy in the back who the scene kind of sets you up to make you think like he somehow just got forgotten about because he's in the back corner. But no, no, he was being saved because they want him to be Caleb's first kill. Yeah, and he was just frozen with fear the whole time, standing in the back. And just little moments that you just see, you could just see him back there. Oh, and what did you think of the Spurs kill? Never really saw that before. That was actually a clever kill. I liked that. It was suitable considering most of this movie takes place in the Midwest, particularly around the Texas-Oklahoma area. Oh yeah, Bill Paxton jumps up on the bar kind of swipes his spurs over and kills the bartender with the spurs by slicing his neck a couple times. That was just brutal. Yeah, all of the kills in this were were very well done. This, this whole scene, uh, like I said, it was drawn out. It was it was well everything in it was was really well established. You got to see a lot of their unique personalities and individual character traits. And that's one thing, like, there's character development in most stories. This one, 
it's I wouldn't say it's character development it's shedding light on their character you get to see more of them of who they really are as you go especially Caleb because he yeah. kind of sticks to his beliefs and you know he he just having a hard time and just doesn't want to kill it helps too that uh, overall this movie's big on show not tell it doesn't oh, yeah. it doesn't have a whole lot of dialogue going on but it, it sets itself up so it doesn't really need a whole lot of dialogue no it definitely doesn't and that's that's what made this so great like you said whole lot of show no tell there's no person that does vampire research not even the the dad that's trying to save his kid and eventually you know finds him which we're gonna get to soon yeah you get none of that nobody even knows what they were and you don't get a vampire hunter you don't get any of that you just get them figuring it out as you go and you get you get also a lot of the brutality of the classic vampire weakness of the sun oh so much uh, especially after this so ultimately Caleb does fail to kill that guy the guy gets out of the bar by jumping through a window Caleb gives chase um, like he's gonna kill him and then decides to let that go which of course the rest of the vampires are not particularly thrilled about yeah especially since the sun's coming up yeah they're they're not super happy about that so they find a place to, to lay low for the day which it, it hints that uh, Bill Paxton's character has been there before. Oh, not Bill Paxton, uh, Lance Henriksen. The Sorry, Jesse. Lance Henriksen. Yeah. I don't know why I said Bill Paxton. Yeah, Lance Henriksen, uh, Jesse, the character Jesse, has been there before, but it doesn't go into it. You don't really know anything about it. But because Caleb let that guy go, he shows back up later with the police. It gets... It gets bad fast. Yeah, so they show up at their bungalow and they basically just have a shootout and they're getting burnt by the sun because they're trying to shoot outside where where the cops are. And then Caleb decides to go get the vehicle, the van, so they can get out of there. And he just gets burnt up. He gets melted. It looks bad. He's actually on fire most of the time. But he slams that thing through the bungalow. They get in and they get away. That was bloody as hell. Him getting burnt. Yeah, that, burnt that out. whole thing. Like he wasn't just like he actually catches fire. You see a lot more of the effects of staying in the sun. Yeah, melted skin turns into just black eventually as it's healing. It's very crazy. All right, so let's get into that night. They get away. They find a place. They're at a hotel somewhere else, and Homer goes outside to smoke a cigarette, a little kid. Well, he's a grown-ass man in a little kid's body. Then he sees this little girl, becomes her friend, kind of. He lures her up to the hotel room with everybody. This was a twist. Yeah, he, he lures her to the hotel room, and already, like, if you've been really paying attention, you know exactly who this girl is. Um, even though the movie hasn't like you don't see you've only seen a few scenes of her in it. they've been brief at that but he takes her up to the room they're gonna watch tv you see one of the vampires leave to go uh after she tells them what room she's from you see him at, before he comes back you see caleb walk in with may caleb immediately recognized her as his sister 
things go downhill quickly from there. Oh yeah, and Caleb's dad comes in escorted by one of the vampires, and they're basically going to eat his family, and he doesn't want that to happen. And Homer wants to earn his sister so he can have a playmate. Yeah. It's creepy, but like very, the, very kind, creepy. the kind of creepy you expect from a movie like this. Still creepy. Yeah, he it, it gets bloody fast, pulls open the door to get away along with his sister, and you know, like all of a sudden it's sunlight everywhere. It's a minor continuity error in the movie. Yeah, even though you like kind of felt like it was nighttime. midnight because they literally had the midnight thing screen on the TV. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's daytime. But it, it, it worked. Like the shot still somehow worked. So Caleb gets away with his family. What happens next really threw me off. It was something I wasn't expecting. And you don't really, you see you see that in some of these movies, but not like this. Not, not what his dad does to help him. One of those things that you never really see. Yeah, this is this is what I was saying. An interesting idea in vampire world. Uh, so in order to save his son, his dad does a full-on blood transfusion. Like drains his son of blood and replaces it with his own, which somehow works. Yeah, it cures him. He's no longer a vampire. Cured of his vampirism. It's kind of cool. It is. It is a pretty cool concept. It's. I don't. I don't think that's a thing you can actually do. But I'm not a medical doctor. Um, now, the the closest that I've seen is when you know with the the Bram Stoker's Dracula, they do an infusion with one of the girls just to keep her from dying, because you know she's bitten. When she dies, then she fully turns. So that's that's the closest I've ever seen. But yeah, this ends up saving him, and and. Then it cuts, like, it, you see him and his family, like, living together, they're having a meal, and, like, for a moment, you're like, oh, everything seems fine. Then you realize there's, like, 30 minutes left in the movie. Yep, not gonna be fine. Too much, too much time fine. left. <laughs> <laughs> and they come back. They steal his sister again, and he has to go after them on a horse, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's a nice shot. Like, it's... And it, it kind of makes sense, like they slashed his tires, um, so this is the only means of transportation. So like they did, they did their work to to make the uh, to make the choice make sense. Yeah, and I like the fact that he gets thrown from his horse because uh, Severin, Bill Paxton's character, comes up, and you find out early in the movie when he first meets May that horses or animals in general are scared of them. So the horse gets scared and bucks him off. Yeah. I thought that was a little cool little thing there. It shows that animals have an instinctive fear of, of them in general. And they should. All right, so let's talk about Bill Paxton's bloody-ass scene. He gets hit by a, by a freaking big rig oh, on purpose. Yeah. That was brutal. Wasn't that awesome? That was that was a great shot. I, I and Yeah, then, Caleb. You know, crashing, crashing the big rig. Caleb crashes the big rig in order to finish it. Because apparently hitting him with an 18-wheeler wasn't wasn't quite enough to do it. No, his face was falling off, but he was just still in front of that thing, tearing the engine apart, which was weird. Then Caleb jackknifes it, and it blows up. Blows up without even tipping over, which is weird. Right? (laughs) Usually they have him tip over first, at least. Yeah, it just just explodes. Okay. Of course, if by this point in the movie... 
for most people, your suspension of disbelief will just allow you to skim past that. But even still, I, I think overall, it was especially for a movie in 87, it was well done. It was enjoyable to watch. Like, I had fun watching it. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Even, especially the end. Right at the end when yeah. May gets, gets, gets away with Caleb's sister and they're on the road in the sunlight. Homer comes running after them because he really wants to turn Sarah blows up. He gets lit on fire and you find out that they blow up if they're in the sun too long. Yeah, which is a pretty fascinating concept. Not like most most vampire movies if they're in the sun too long, they just like melt, burn into ash. But this one, no, apparently if they're in the sun too long, they explode. Like a literal explosion, fire, boom. Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. And you get an unexpected happy ending to it so after like the one the one the one of the group that got saved was may and so he apparently takes her home and using his own blood does a full blood transfusion on her just like his dad did to him thus saving her from being a vampire you get you get a nice shot of uh, her in the sunlight at the end hugging caleb and that's it happily ever after pretty brutal movie pretty exciting like literally it gets going like you said within the first 20 minutes the story is very good it speeds up it slows down it speeds up it slows down keeps its pacing really well now let's get to some ratings here dnd dice d4 to a d20 what would you give this bad boy you know what i would give this a pretty solid d12 yeah for me i i want to give it a d20 but I feel like a D20 has to be like something really, really special. This was a special movie, but yeah, I think D12 is definitely a good one on this one for sure. Definitely not under that. I, I admit, I enjoyed this movie quite a bit. It's not quite D20. This was a good, enjoyable movie to watch, especially especially if you like vampire movies. This was a good, enjoyable movie to watch. Vamp vampire movies in particular, supernatural movies. Anything to do with like werewolves, any of those classic monsters can have a bad habit of getting into big expositional lore dumps during their movie. Yep. Which I get to a degree, but it can still be really frustrating when you have entire scenes dedicated to giant lore dumps and just explaining the universe to you. And so what you end up with is, is a movie that spends more time on that, not enough time just showing you what's going on yeah, it's refreshing to get a movie like this that just shows you what it is that's yeah all. you just got to see the action happening see the thing the drama unfold and i really enjoyed that this was a good solid vampire could there are there things they could have done better certainly but for its time this is a good solid vampire so detail oh, for sure for sure all right well it's that time man it's that time to get out of here. We will see you later. Ta-ta for now.